Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining me on my next podcast. Um, today is a Q&A session, um, and I got some really great questions, and I wanted to thank everybody who sent in questions. So um, let's get started. All right. So the first question was, are there any techniques you can recommend to go from vague feelings and blurry visions to more obvious and clear messages? Well, the best way to get more clear messages is to practice listening. Your intuition is just like any other skill. The more you practice, the better you get. And the best way to do this is to begin some sort of meditation practice. So sitting in silence for a few minutes every day, um, that can help quiet your mind and help you to listen better. And once you're able to listen better, then um, the messages will become more clear the more you do that. Now the second question is, how do you know whether information you get is intuition versus just wishful thinking? So this is a great question. Um, So let's break it down a bit. Now your intuition is your higher self giving you important messages that are in your best interest And the wishful thinking is basically your ego self that's not necessarily working in your best interest. Now, the first and most important thing about knowing the difference is trust. Trusting that your higher self is giving you messages that you need, even if you don't want to hear them. These messages that are from your higher self, they always come in a loving and compassionate way. Um, They can be a little bit pushy sometimes, but they're always loving and compassionate. Um, and now when you trust your intuition, you know that it's right, always, it's always right. And when you get messages from your ego self, those are a little bit different. Now they can be judgmental, they can be shaming, they can be negative in some way. They're not always, they're not always that way, um, but a lot of the time. So that can help you tell the difference between whether or not it's your higher self or it's just your ego Next question is, what is the difference between spirituality and religion? Now, the answer to this question is really subjective, um, so I'm going to give you my point of view on this. Um, And I actually wrote a blog post about this last month, and this is basically what I wrote. Um, Now, religion is man-made by someone who came up with some rules to follow, some prayers to recite, and maybe a book that incorporates all of these ideas together. Spirituality is much more than that. It's personal. Um, It encompasses the whole of each person, their thoughts, their feelings, their way of life. Um, It goes to the depths of their soul and back. It's your personal relationship with yourself, as well as whatever higher power you choose to commune with. It can't be taught. It can't be tied up in a neat little package with a bow on top. It can only be felt. It's the ebb and flow of life. It's the hope that you try to grasp for when you're feeling hopeless. It's the strength that you find to pick yourself back up when you fall. It's the joy you feel when you've overcome difficulties. It's the sadness you feel when you lose someone you love. It's the way you treat others and the way you respond to how they treat you. It's everything and nothing all at once. So that's, that's basically my take on that difference between spirituality and religion. Next question is, what are some of the most common signs loved ones leave for us to let us know they are with us? Well, part of this really depends on you and how you get messages as well as how open you are um, and 
and that kind of stuff. Now, usually the most common ways our loved ones visit us is in our dreams. This is because we're most open to spirit communication when we're dreaming. Now, don't freak out about that. That doesn't mean that you're going to be possessed while you're dreaming. Um, it just means that your ego is basically asleep when you dream. So it's not there to get in the way of these messages. Another way that you might think you hear them speaking to you, um, whether it's in your head or not, you might smell their perfume or cologne or cigarette smoke. Um, you might also find feathers, especially when you're thinking about them a lot. Now, feathers can also be messages from the angels as well, so it really just depends on the situation. Now, another thing is you might also see certain animals or insects, such as butterflies or certain birds. Uh, another way is seeing the same color over and over, especially if it was their favorite color. There, there's really just too many ways to mention, um, at, you know, at this point, but an easy way to really find out how they're communicating with you is through a mediumship reading, um, being able to connect with them and ask them how they're communicating with you. And of course, I can do that for you um, because I do mediumship reading. So if that's something that you're interested in, you know, definitely visit my website um, and you can book a reading with me anytime. Next question is, why should we trust our intuition and how can we begin to learn? This is a great question as well. Now, the short answer is because it's always right, like I said earlier. Um, the longer answer is that pretty much every aspect of your life can be so much better if you trust your intuition. You can really make better decisions about everything, including your relationships, your love life, your job, your health, your social life. Now, when you trust your intuition, you live in a more conscious way, and you're being proactive instead of reactive. So you bring about the things that you want into your life instead of just accepting whatever you get. Now, as far as how to begin learning, the first step really comes back to the question I answered first. Um, start to listen. Take that time of silence each day and just listen so you can get used to what it sounds like. Even if it's only for five or ten minutes a day, that's the first step in learning to trust your inner voice. Now, of course, there are many other ways to move forward from that first step. Um, there's you know, hundreds of books out there on how to develop your intuition. But the thing about the books is that it can be hard to know just which ones will work for you because not every book is for everybody. And, you know, a lot of them do have the same information. So it can be costly to figure out, you know, hey, I bought these five books and they all pretty much say the same thing. Um, you know, and of course, there are other profession, there are professional intuitives out there that you can work with one-on-one. -on -one. Now, um, that can be pretty costly as well. You know, because somebody's working with you one-on-one, -on -one, it's, you know, it's not, it's really not cheap. Now, of course, I do have to mention, since, since this question was asked, I do have to mention that I have actually created a class about just this. Um, it's called The Basics of Intuition. And it's just that, the very basics, exactly what you need to know right from the very beginning. And I've done all the legwork for you, so it's pretty much a one-stop shop. And I've also weeded out all of the extra information that you don't really need so you know you're getting just the important stuff. Now, you know, these skills that you'll learn in my class, um, they're skills that you'll be able to continue to build on and get better and better at trusting, tr trusting your intuition. And, of course, you get one-on-one -on -one time with me, um, and you don't have to pay that really high price. 
Um, plus, you've um, I've also extended the registration deadline. It was yesterday, but I've actually extended it until this Friday, which is October 3rd. So you do have a little extra time to decide if it's right for you. So if you really are looking at taking that first step of, you know, starting to trust your intuition and what you need to do, that's, that's really a good way to do that. All right, so the next question is, can you tell us about being a turtle guide? Absolutely. I'm sure you've heard of shamanic journeying, right? Now, that's where a shamanic guide takes you on a spiritual journey below the earth where you encounter different animals, plants, or other spirits to get important messages. Now, a turtle journey is essentially the same experience, but as your turtle guide, I take you below the sea to visit with different sea creatures, plants, or other spirits to get important messages. So we basically journey to the bottom of the ocean and see what creatures come along then I give you the messages they have for you um, in regards to whatever you need clarity on in your life at that time. And of course, you know, that's something that you can book with me anytime. You know, it's always available on my website. The next question is, how long has this been a part of your path? When did you move into this work publicly? And how have others reacted? Well, I have been intuitive my whole life, so that has always been a part of my path. But as far as doing this work professionally, um, it's been about two years, almost two years that I've been doing it professionally. Um, and so far, you know, I've had a pretty good reaction to being public about what I do. I haven't really gotten any negative comments or reactions, so that's definitely a good thing. So the next question, what is the worst reaction you get to working as a medium and what are the most positive parts of your work? Well, I wouldn't really say that I've gotten a bad reaction from anybody so far across my fingers. Um, but sometimes people are unsure about what to expect during a reading, but that's pretty much normal, um, especially, you know, people who haven't had a reading done before. Now, the most positive part of my work, of course, is helping people, you know, get closure, get answers, um, you know, such as did my loved one suffer when they died? You know, are they okay now? Are they, are they you know, in a good place? That kind of stuff. Um, these things can really help with grief and moving on from the loss of a loved one. The next question is, how can we learn to let go and learn to trust what we're hearing or feeling? I'm afraid of losing control and want to move past that. Well, this can be difficult, especially when you're first realizing that you're intuitive. Basically, the most common question people ask is, how do I know I'm not just making this stuff up? I know I've asked that my, myself, and sometimes I still ask it because sometimes I get things that just really make no sense to me. Um, now, I do understand a bit about losing control, but you're really not giving control to anyone or anything else. Your intuition actually comes from your higher self, so it's really just you that you need to trust. And another thing to remember, as I mentioned previously, is that your higher self is always always right, no matter what. Even if you don't want it to be, because it does know what is the best thing for you and what isn't. Okay, the next question is, is there a meaning to colors and spirituality? I mean, when you close your eyes and see a color, is there a meaning to it? Yes, absolutely. Colors can definitely have meaning. Um, different colors relate to different things, and it can be um, it can be your chakras, your aura, or some other connections, such as a specific guide or angel energy. Like different angels have different color energy to them. 
Um, and it really depends on several things, like what were you thinking of before you closed your eyes? Were you asking for a message? Were you thinking about a person or a feeling? For example, the color pink can represent love. So it could be um, it could be that a loved one is thinking of you or you're thinking of them. The color purple can be related to intuitive connection or your third eye chakra. Um, but color definitely does have meaning. And then the last question is, how does one know if they're a medium? That's, that's an awesome question. Basically, everyone has the inherent ability to communicate with spirits. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to connect with our guides, right? So just like with intuition, we all have our own unique way of being able to communicate with, with spirits. The most obvious way is um, that you see and or hear spirits and you're able to communicate with them. That's, you know, the most obvious way. Now, um, that literally means that, you know, it could mean that you literally see dead people walking around and you can talk to them and get answers back. Um, now, it can be visually, like with your actual eyes, or it can be mentally in your mind's eye. And of course, you know, not everyone can see spirits, but they can feel them or just hear them, um, but still communicate with them. For example, when I do a reading, um, I can see the person in my mind's eye and I can hear them speak as an inner voice inside my head. And I can also feel things from them or see other visions such as how they died. I can also get messages intellectually, which means that I just know a fact without actually hearing a message. So, you know, everybody's different. It, it just really depends um, on what your particular level of ability is and um, whether or not you're open to it, of course. You know, if you're not open to it, it's going to make it much more difficult to you get messages. So that does it for the questions today. And again, I want to thank everybody who sent me some questions to answer, and I'll be doing this again next month. So if you have questions, you can go ahead and... Uh, Visit my website, renelovington.com slash blog. Post a comment on the, the post for this particular episode, and I'll answer your question next month. And you can also visit my contact page and send me an email if you don't want to post your question publicly. And, um, of course, I would like to ask you, um, to visit my Facebook page also if you want to like my Facebook page you know I post a lot of stuff there as well and I want to thank you for listening in and as usual I welcome any comments that you have about this episode and I hope you have a great rest of your week